So today we have a special guest, another special guest. She's one of our valued listeners. And she's listened to every single episode, and we really appreciate that. This is Missy Myers. Thank and thanks for having me on the podcast. It's exciting. Ah, you guys name? have known each other for, okay, wait, for 17 years. Wait, let's since do like the middle math. school? No. Let's do the math. I think it's cute that you think that that's how young I am. I'm about to be 37, so. Oh, okay. I forgot your age. I forgot your age. I told you. 16 years. So I was off by one year. crazy. No doubt. Am I that old? I'm I'm incredibly old. (laughs) And I'm about to be even older this weekend. Oh, yeah. Your birthday's coming up. Yeah. That's exciting. Happy birthday. Sexy. Thank you. That's a long time. That's like half of, what, your age? How old are you? I'm just a year younger than Allie. I'm 32. Okay, so it's like yeah. half your age. Half Same, your yeah. age. Yeah. But so you were young, very young adults when you met. Yes. So yeah. I was in high school. Okay. Missy is old. So yeah. You're not old. She was already in college. I was in college. I was a bad influence on young teens. She was yeah. because me and my bestie Amber would go up. Who's, she's still one of my besties. We would go up from, you know, being... 17 years old in high school going to these college parties staying mm-hmm. the weekend with Missy in the brothel yes which the is brothel. what her her house was called self-identified <laughs> name of my home in college well there was five women and one man okay yeah so and he lived in the basement he lived in the basement so she came up a few times um Tell when me. I was in school to party at WVU. Underage, <laughs> underage drink. Underage drink. Well, I was too. You guys yeah. just met at parties. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I knew Amber from choir oh. when we were in high school. <laughs> okay. And we would like trade like music on okay. like CDs and shit. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. it was cute. Did so you, you burned each other's we CDs? We burned CDs, baby. <laughs> I love that. That's how mm-hmm. you start a good friendship. Mm-hmm. It really um, is. And, uh, and I met Missy through Amber. She right. was like, we should go visit my friend Missy at WVU. And we there was a lot we of did a lot, lot of, of things in the shadows. <laughs> yes, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. I have some memories in the shadows. I, of I don't the, have a lot of, the of memories. House. <laughs> yeah, in the brothel house. It was also before like the time of really rampant cell phone usage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really when you did go to a party or like you met people or like we're walking on the street or at a game. Like people were actually like talking and kind of you know we weren't just absorbed into something else while we were trying to like have a real experience out so I I appreciate the fact that like I got to live my college years out in a way that was like very like connected yeah with other people and like very drunk also (laughs) (laughs) also a little birdie told me today was your 21st month Sober. Boom. Boom. Facts. Got it. That's exciting. Got him. Got him. That's almost, almost two, two years. years. What do they do? I can't do it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But exactly. we'll work on that for next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys know that there's a new movie coming out called Thanksgiving, and it's a horror movie. No way. I saw a preview for it does yesterday. It look, does it look good? It looks kind of <laughs> good, but you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like trailers give away too much. They do. I I actually prefer going into movies nowadays with no context. Same. No trailer, nothing. Like, if you tell me it's good, all right, I'll go see it. I'm not going to look up anything beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the way to do it. Because then you're like, oh, it's this kind of movie. Yeah. It's... It's more of an experience. It's more of a surprise. But like this, this film, it looked it looked good. Mm. But they were really. I think like one of the things about horror 
is you know the surprises and mm. like the kills mm-hmm. too so like or if it's psychological right which you can't really capture in a trailer but right if it's a surprise or something gory or something like jumping out like that is the big moment in yeah. in film uh, in horror and like when you see this stuff in the trailer it almost gives it all away yeah i was very shocked that mm. i saw like four different ways these people were getting killed and i was like holy the shit like they're what? ruining it and one of the kills was really a good one yeah. it was like something <laughs> like, wow I way seen to ruin before. it and i was like well yeah sometimes i don't like to watch trailers for that reason and it's not just horror films too like a lot of trailers are like it really gives away the best parts of the film and then you're like okay well i already know what the whole thing's about exactly (laughs) yeah like i already just watched it so yeah why do i want to pay to go see it i don't know what the deal is with that because i feel like or maybe i just was younger and wasn't paying attention yeah i just feel like now trailers are longer they give away a lot and i feel like in the past perhaps i was more intrigued to go see movies mm-hmm. well also i think that it does have something to do with being older and like having watched more movies we can kind of like get the patterns of like how things happen and storylines and stuff yeah but i think they've definitely changed also well, this um the movie's called thanksgiving mm-hmm. which come on guys there's an indie <laughs> horror know, movie there's better. an indie horror movie called thanks killing mm. which is a good i think that's a good title yeah that's better but right before the trailer stopped it had this tagline that said no leftovers and i was like now that's a movie title yeah that's, i like that yeah right like that. Like no that, leftovers it's like okay what are you gonna go see today no leftovers didn't you see like no leftovers. yeah that's hard. yeah that's hard I'm, it's like right? implying thanksgiving but like also implying horror like no like, crumbs bitch we yeah. are we cleaned we it ain't up leaving mm-hmm. no crumbs um but yeah it's called thanksgiving so it's like interesting Lame. The, like, i would watch to- it Sometimes a bad horror movie is a good horror movie just for the, like, entertainment of it. Like, yeah. Look, I know all about it. <laughs> Funny you should mention this horror movie because uh, that's what we're talking about today. Oh, my God. We're talking about <laughs> horror. Yeah. Today's episode is all about horror. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to Thank, Thank You So Much. Thank you so much for horror. We have Missy Myers here to discuss everything horror. And the reason why we invited her on this particular episode is because you used to make horror movies. This is so true. You guys mm-hmm. did your research. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually did. We, we watched some clips. We watched some. I yeah. personally have seen full movies. Should we get into it? Just jump in. Fuck it. Well... First, let's talk about some history of horror. Some history of horror. I would love to learn. Okay, so I was looking up like when horror first started, and the horror genre in literature. It's a genre. It's a genre. genre. (laughs) In literature, it dates back to the ancient Greece and ancient Rome times um, because horror stories were. Doesn't everything? I feel like everything. I know. Everything. They were very entertaining, like back in those times, I feel like. But they, they started exploring themes related to death, demons, evil spirits, and the afterlife. So they're kind of the ones that like started the the genre. Yeah, I think that makes sense because they used to like feed people to lions and have crowds watch. So <laughs> that life was out. horror. Yeah, that facts. Yeah, okay. their life yeah. was horror. All right, so that's cool. scary. And then obviously we started getting some like novels, like horror novels and stuff that originated in the 18th century. Like what? 
Um, well, mostly like Edgar Allan Poe. We all know him. We know him. We read him in high school. We all well, know H.P. Lovecraft probably too. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Am. Him. I've, I've heard mixed things about him actually. As in like. He might be racist. Oh, well, he did live back in the day, so he probably was. I yeah. feel like everyone then was. Yeah. yeah. Half to Just me. period. No, he's canceled. Well. <laughs> <though> he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, then we had Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Boom. 1818. Can you imagine just, I mean, think about reading that at that time. Yeah, that would be wild. And then we had Dracula, 1897. I love that. So those are like the two biggest, like horror yeah. books yeah and they're like. still huge yeah i really <laughs> need to like get into like the depths of like b horror films because there's there's, there's a, a lot of jewels there's out a there. time and place and, and now is the time and the place really mm-hmm. yeah um especially when you it. mix like vermouth with triple sec <laughs> it's honestly the perfect don't tell them don't tell the pot <laughs> it's it's the perfect way to kick off a b-movie marathon that's true yeah the drunker you are the better um on random liquors in your liquor cabinet yeah listen guys it's been a rough time for me i'm not trying to spend money i we got vermouth we got triple sec and we got Lacroix, all mixed into one cup and red bull but the red bull's not there should i add a little red i'm just drinking the red bull the next like big book we have is uh the shining 1977 sick so stephen king is sick that's when you know it it combined like fantasy creatures ghosts like that kind of stuff all into that book and i have never read it but i did see the movie you know he actually did not i mean somebody's gonna come at me maybe i don't know (laughs) but i feel like from what i've read he did not like that movie but they must have had to get his approval for sure on stuff. But well, maybe it just like still wasn't. Yeah, if I you heard like that too. buy the rights. I mean, yeah, you, you can kind of do whatever you want, right? Like, yeah, I mean, at that point, it's you're not like a part of the project. Yeah, we just have your material. Yeah, and we're he signed a paper, it. and yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's interesting. But I mean, I've never read the book either, but I have yeah seen the movie. Yeah, the first horror movie ever made was in 1896 which is old so that's like right after dracula hit the prince yeah Yeah. i didn't even know that movies existed in the 1800s (laughs) (laughs) they had like the silent film yeah why i know that but it was i thought it was like like 1920s like it was like 1912 yeah i don't know but it says the first horror movie ever made was the house of the devil by georges melis i probably pronounced that wrong but the house of the devil i house like the, the name of devil. that well, i yeah. want to like make a song about that well it makes sense what they that they started with a religious kind of theme yeah no doubt yeah that's where you go first i think when, when were the witch trials oh oh funny you should ask <laughs> uh, let me pull up my dog that was like basically <laughs> like the 1400s oh, to okay. the 1600s so in europe yeah but i it was still like very much frowned upon so mm. the house of the devil was just a three-minute film and it has cauldrons it has animated skeletons ghosts Ugh. bats and ultimately an- animated an yeah. incarnation of the devil I want to see this now. It wasn't intended to be scary, more wondrous, but it was the first example of a film to include supernatural and set a precedent for what was to come. A little shorty. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, they did have a lot of little shorties back then. Yeah, little shorties. Yeah, little shorties and little silenties. Was Mm -hmm. it silent? It doesn't say. I think so. I, I, I like, think yeah. everything was. Maybe they had music or maybe. something. Oh I think yeah, like, but like no, the no actual, like dialogue. Yeah, that shit came later. Yeah, it doesn't say if it did or not. I'm gonna vote no. Yeah, and that's my final answer. Me too. Don't come for us, guys. <laughs> There's gonna no, be like we're not gonna fact check this right now, so we're just gonna keep moving. <laughs> yeah, we don't There's fact. Gonna, we don't have time. We don't fact check. There's gonna be fine. like somebody from the depths of the internet, like actually, actually, I've seen that movie, and um, I hope they slide into my DMs. <laughs> At Missy Dot Horror or Bye Bye Good Night on TikTok. Hey, 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 hey. We just got a TikTok. We I did. know. I saw it. I yeah. love it. Follow us. Follow us. Thank you so much, Pod. So something. Like, for example, my dad, I was like, Dad, I'm I'm going to go to Halloween Horror Nights and I'm going to watch this movie and like do this for Halloween. And he was like, well, I don't know why people like horror movies like real world is scary enough. So mm. there's you know, there's people who don't understand like why people like horror movies. Um, but there's actually been a couple of studies about that. Shut and, up. <laughs> yeah. Some scientific Get the studies. There have been some studies. <laughs> some man was like, hey. Some man was like, let me figure this out. <laughs> or a woman, but it's probably a man. Probably. Apparently, when you watch horror movies, it activates the threat response in the brain. I feel like um, mine's always activated. Which is yeah, mine is too. Maybe <laughs> if I reverse for me, it calms my ass down, maybe. And it kind of makes it feel like the danger was is real. After that rush that your brain gets from the scariness, um, many people experience an elevated mood. So one study examined how 262 adults felt before and after they entered an extreme haunted house. 50% of people said they felt better after the visit. Brain recordings before and after showed that those whose mood improved had a smaller neural is- response to subsequent stressors, which is associated with the post-haunt high. Yeah, I mean, it's like adrenaline, I feel like. Yeah, it's it. like something like that. And Or if it's I one just, of those old, you know, haunted houses in West Virginia, maybe they found God after. Might, you know, those have. ones I'm talking about. Oh. Somebody out there, you know anything. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The end of the haunted trail or the hayride or whatever. Then there's a tent, and it's a Jesus theme. Mm. Please, you, you you ever been? I never saw no. that. Wow. They're Go down like, a route. They're like, Jesus is at the end of the tunnel? Yes. <laughs> I'm not surprised. the reward. It's so, it's so interesting. That. Yeah. It's a real thing that it, I'm sure it still exists. <laughs> oh, my God. I just remembered this TikTok that I saw of this girl that was, like, in a haunted corn maze, and one of the like haunters stabbed her with like a real knife what yeah Girl. and she had like pictures like it was a real story like she had like pictures and everything and he said it was an accident but she thinks he did okay because it, it was somebody she knew oh my god yeah. i'm going to halloween horror nights tomorrow <laughs> First now all, i'm scared i would never all right you will you can catch me at a haunted house you can catch me doing all kinds of weird shit you will not catch me in a fucking corn maze <laughs> you corn maze? never catch They're me scary. in a corn maze okay. i will never nor have i <laughs> it's just not something that's gonna happen i was just talking to my coworkers about not scary farm and, yeah. and universal <laughs> my friend christella told me that she was at Knott's Berry Farm and she was like, man, those people are raunchy there. And I was like, hmm. raunchy? What do you mean? Like, they're not wearing a lot of Isn't clothing. They're like, she said that some 
like one of the monsters came up and whispered in her ear about, I'm going to fuck your asshole. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> like the fucking creepiest people <laughs> decide to be accurate. Like, I'm going to stab they your can, asshole. Like, they can like let out like their inner desires. Yeah. I feel like the people, the people that they hire to do these haunter positions, like I would do it. They get off on it. But they love it. Yeah. That's yeah. a little too. I know. Too- so Missy. Mm. You used to make horror movies back in the day. Yeah. When we both lived in West Virginia. It's true. And uh, we want to talk to you about that a little bit. Yo. All right. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's chat. All right. So, Missy, mm. what's your favorite horror film? <laughs> yes. What is so, my favorite? I know. I, like, regrettably should have probably, like, thought more about this before I came because... Do you like, I like should, is no. there like an era of horror or like a genre <laughs> within genre? horror? I think like, so a couple horror. of them come to mind. Like one of the, one movie that I like a lot is called Trick or Treat. Oh, I've seen it. No. Oh. It's, there's two different movies. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> well, look, no. I hope you've seen the one I'm talking about. How there's two know? different ones because I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> so one of them's called Trick R, mm. the letter R, Treat. And that's the one about trick or treat, and the this the kid has the bag over his head, mm-hmm. and it's very like it's like a popular character. A lot of people have seen that. the The one that I'm talking about is Trick or Treat, and mm. it came out in 1986. Mm. And it's it's about this kid. Well, first of all, the soundtrack's amazing. A band called Fastway did the entire soundtrack. It's kind nice. of like a metal. <laughs> rock and roll type film where this kid has been bullied by the people like in his school and he's like really into metal and like (laughs) records and he gets this vinyl or whatever and he he plays it backwards right oh yeah that's the the, like classic devil yeah and then he plays it backwards and then like i don't know if that's the moment when like ozzy osbourne appears (laughs) or like (laughs) oh gene simmons is in it yeah So, but anyway, like he plays it backwards and it's like the ghost of whatever. You got to have to like advocate for yourself and like fuck these bullies up (laughs) and like get revenge on these people. You know what I mean? So like (laughs) the whole movie is like hijinks and like shenanigans about this kid who's trying to like get these bullies and then it's like going too far. But throughout the whole thing, it's like crazy rock and roll music and like <laughs> it's super fun and like campy and um like 80s it's definitely it so 80s. it's definitely 80s like that's a really cool movie if you've never seen it i want to watch check it. it out like Add um you'll be entertained list. the um another movie that i like is the thing by john I carpenter love that movie shut up <laughs> i love it yes yeah it's crazy like people in like Alaska, they're like doing research, and then like there's a plane that there a plane or a helicopter that crashes, and there's people that are like speaking a different language, and then the team like sees this. The I guess they might be like Russian or something. Like their whole helicopter and shit explodes, but they were like trying to warn them. Mm-hmm. They were trying to warn the researchers mm-hmm. that something was wrong with the base and with the area, and they couldn't communicate that. And then their helicopter explodes. So you're that's like how it opens and you're just like wait so what's going on here and then it kind of evolves like then there's this dog <laughs> that that gets from the i think from the helicopter crash like it's their dog or some shit so it's like what's wrong with this dog <laughs> dog starts acting weird 
a lot of paranoia like you can't mm. trust people that's what i remember from that movie it was like tension mm-hmm. between like, because the researchers too yeah it was because one of the researchers was actually an alien so right because they like, could morph they could change mm-hmm. yeah so they sort were all like, like a zombie kind of thing kind of but they the alien researcher like looked like a human and yeah. stuff so they were like who is yes. it you know like I someone's forgot, yes. killing people like who which one of you is it so people weren't trusting anyone and then when we see the actual thing it's like such an amazing like 80s you know special effect type yeah, of thing i think like the 80s i mean look i don't know I, i'm not who knows probably though the 80s have like the best yeah. horror movies i mean because there's like some good there's stuff like the thing that's like serious and like crazy and then there's like trick-or-treat yeah and yeah. then there's like i'm pretty sure halloween came out in the yeah. late 80s like yeah 89? i feel like i feel like the 70s <clears throat> and 80s were definitely a time for horror because well, then we had the shining the shining was mm. 1980 mm-hmm. yeah well and they did like more practical effects because we didn't have all this like technology and stuff which i appreciate practical yeah. effects more than like the, the like, CGI. digital like cgi mm-hmm. stuff like i have a big love for that yeah so. and you've done them on my films i have also. <laughs> <laughs> i learned a little bit about the practical effects yeah it's it's really hard to see that in today's film and mm-hmm. i think you can really notice it though when it is practical mm-hmm. versus digital especially blood yeah because yeah. it's i mean it's blood's hard to make if you do it practically it's like hard to clean up mm-hmm. you typically probably only have like one take Mm-hmm. If you're doing a lot of blood stuff happening because you're otherwise your whole floor, the wardrobe, I mean, t- yeah, it you just know, gets fucked up. Yeah. Everything gets it's gets cuckoo. But if you um, if you've got good people that kind of know how to do stuff and have tested, I mean, we used to like test stuff all the time mm-hmm. before we would actually like go film. And yeah, sometimes it works. Sometimes it didn't. But like you just do your best mm-hmm. and like practical is always better and it's more fun it yeah. is it's just more fun to see it like mm-hmm. as a ad or producer on the side like watching it happen i think that's one of the, like the most fun things about making films is being on location being on the set and seeing it evolve mm-hmm. as you life. go yeah, like, like you're, before your eyes like you're right yeah. it's like you're watching it happen like you don't know necessarily how it's going to turn out it's kind of like that like mm. disposable camera thing where yeah. it's like you're there you were here like we've got the pictures but what is it really going to look like in the end mm-hmm. but um it was so much fun to to spend my vacation time making movies and mm-hmm. that's just what i did for I don't know, six years in a row. Your Ooh. vacation time? Oh, like during the summers? Like Is that what work? You or? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. So like I would You'd take, take like PTO. Yeah. Take time oh. off. And that's what I would do with my time. I oh, didn't nice. take a vacation. I made movies. Yeah. Which is honestly cooler. Let's be real. Yeah. What um, interested you in making movies? Like what got you into that? I think when I was young, my mom worked all the time and I didn't have a dad. And I was, my grandma raised me a lot when I was little. All I had was TV. Hmm. I was alone a lot. So I enjoyed entertainment. And my grandma would take me to Hollywood Video. Shout out Westside, Charleston. (laughs) And she would let me pick out a movie once a week. And I would rent weird shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I would rent like Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> at like 10. Because <laughs> yeah. she didn't give a shit. She was just like oh, chain cool. smoking. You had like, a cool grandma. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Well, yeah, she was totally like. Just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like whatever you want, honey. Yeah, like, I'm not even going to read this. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I would do that, and I would watch movies. And that was, like, the thing that I did. So I was interested in that way. And then when I got, in 2009, when I started getting involved in this, in the world of actually being in a movie and making them also, I one of my friends told me about an audition and they knew I liked horror and they were like, Hey, I know somebody that's making a horror movie in Charleston. You should go audition for it. <laughs> I was like, okay, sweet. So me and my friend Vicky went down to the audition and they were like, and we were fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we were like lit. They were ending early and I could see these people coming out of the like church or whatever the f- place it was. And I was like, oh, I'm here for the audition. Am I, like, late? And they're like, no, we're just ending early. Like, we're just done. Like, come over to the empty glass. And (laughs) you can audition there. The empty glass. So I did. And then I got the part. So that was a movie called Zombie Babies. And (laughs) then during that shoot, I started to work kind of behind the scenes because I was fascinated Hmm. with how this was, like, created. Like, from the puppets that people were making to like how the schedule was being done to the lighting. I was like holding like a boom pole by the end. I was like helping like schedule and like making food. I felt like I just became part of like a filmmaking family. Oh, that's fun. And it was so much fun. That was the craziest and funnest movie. I think I worked on, I've ever worked on the first one. That's not what you went to school for then. Or what did you go to school for? No, I went for public relations and journalism. I wanted oh, okay. to be like an investigative journalist. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I but did But I feel it. like that kind, of, that kind of like does match It's together. curious. It's yeah. curiosity. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. how does this work? And like, creative. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool. And then after that, soon after that, it was just like nonstop. It felt nonstop of mm-hmm. because making six, it was six films including zombie babies over the course of 2009 to 2014 so that's and they're feature films so they're long Mm -hmm. they're over 80 minutes i think that's still what is what is like the standard for what a feature is i think it has to be 80 minutes to be considered that so all of them were that it was a lot of work it was a lot of fun yeah Mm -hmm. like it's not easy to do but damn we had a good time yeah doing it do you think you would do it again 100 percent no joke. What's stopping you? Well, well, I think like what stopped me before was, you know, it's it takes a lot of work. Like, yeah. I mean, when I'm saying like I would work my regular job mm-hmm. until five, right? Get off work. And I mean, we were working from five until nine. Yeah. You know, like whether that was editing, whether it was planning the shoots, whether it was casting, budgeting. Like, thinking about props, it was constant. It was just a nonstop type activity. And I think, like, it, if I were to do that again, if I had the opportunity to, I would love to have that be my focus. Yeah. And yeah. not my secondary when I'm already done for the day. Yeah. Because, bitch, I'm old. Yeah, it's harder when you're <laughs> You know, older. like, this was when yeah. I was, you know, a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. I had a little more energy to kind of, like... But I think, like, when you do creative things you get that boost. Yeah. You get that like, 
oh, I'm working on a project. Like, just like when you guys are like working on this podcast, yeah. it's like a creative endeavor. So mm-hmm. it's like, you want to be here. Mm-hmm. You want to do it and put in some of the work that is required for like the research and you want to make it good because you yeah. want to like have that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Some people don't. I mean, but I feel like you guys do. It's just do. easier work than like your nine to five job would be because, because you're it's interested like, in yeah. it. Not right. that it's easier, but it's like easier, easier to, to do, to want to do. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, I can actually like engulf myself in this and like, yeah on it for this long a time Mm -hmm. yeah i think it would be yeah it would be super i would love to do are you kidding me i would do it in a heartbeat should we do one we could do a short film just make a short film (laughs) we did that i'm down didn't we do a short we've uh, done it wasn't i a robot you were yeah we made a short film (laughs) was in a little robot outfit what even was that for see we also did weird shit like that where we would like enter weird contests or make like little music (laughs) videos too which which were fun, but I mean, mm. like, it's just like, it's also like a lot of problem solving skills that you develop too, because things are going to go wrong, you know? Like, you're gonna run into like, you cast somebody, like, okay, Pig Girl, perfect example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we cast someone to be pig the girl? lead. <laughs> no, I was always gonna be Pig Girl. But <laughs> no, that was Missy's uh, calling. Uh, <laughs> that was my calling. So, <laughs> we cast somebody. And it was all like good. It was like a female lead. And then there was the male lead. And it was like, we're ready to shoot. I mean, we were like kind of bare bonesing this one, like low, low budget. But we were good. And like literally two days before we were going to shoot, the the girl that we cast bailed. Uh. So like the problem with that is you have people that are ready to make this happen. Yeah. Right. You who have like took off work. Took off work. Hmm. We're not paying people. Yeah. By the way, this yeah. is like volunteer efforts. Which You're all volunteering. All of us. Yeah. yeah. So like, and then you've got this script that's done. Obviously, that's the first thing you need. By the way, if you want to yeah. make a movie, you a script. Got a script. <laughs> got to know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. So now that needs to be rewritten. Mm-hmm. In, oh, in a day. Yeah. Because we, and we can't get anybody, so it kind of had to be. You know, um, Eamon was the director. He had to be in the movie. I think I, I was supposed to just do effects or you something. You were supposed to do effects. And you I were ended in the up movie. Being uh-huh. in the movie. Like, so then it became like two dudes, a buddy movie instead of like a love interest and a guy, which is totally different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like, we're not going to, just because someone doesn't show up. Everybody s- else is still here. We're like, still going to make mm-hmm. it happen. It just... The problem solving, and I mean, to be, like, candid with you, like, that shit gets crazy. Yeah. I mean, nobody, you don't want anybody that's a cast, or really some of your, even your crew, to see how crazy you're getting, because it's, like, morale. And it's, like, we got this under control, like, it's cool, but I mean... The dynamic between, like, Eamon and I, like, the director, the writer of the movie, and I'm producing it... And we were together also. Mm. So it was like, we were, I you mean, guys have I'm to like, keep it cool. I'm crying. It's 2 a.m. Yeah. I'm crying. I'm like, fuck. Like, how are we going to? Yeah. I mean, it was like crazy to, you know, get through those like moments where you just think like it's, it's all we're, like throwing my hands up in the air. Like, we're not going to get this done. But 
I mean, we did. We got it done. She it did didn't it. turn out the way like it was supposed to, for sure. Like it could have been a better movie, hmm. but it got made. Yeah, like, and we won an award for it, oh, like cool. best special effects. You were there in Louisville. Oh, I I was there. Yeah, <laughs> you were there. Yeah, I we remember. won best practical effects. Oh yeah, cool. I remember now. Yeah, so it was. It was like a film a film festival. I helped with yeah. the practical yeah. effects, so that was like. So that was like cool. your award with cool. Adam and yeah. yeah. I helped. I helped. So yeah, it's like it's so rewarding when those moments happen, though. Yeah. Like you just got to push through, and I mean, I'm talking like we are editing the thing where sometimes we score it. We put in the sound effects. Oh, damn. We cut the covers of the DVDs. We burn them. You know, I just went to a horror convention this past weekend, Monster Palooza. <laughs> this is like the first horror convention I've ever been to where I wasn't at a table like selling films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was interesting to see like another side of like, like how. the consumer side. Yeah, of the it. consumer side of like mm-hmm. how a horror convention works because normally we were like. Working our movies and working it, and but we always broke even and like bought everyone food and, like, and we yeah. always had Paid fun for, and we always had fun, man. Yeah, we, we had so much fun. I mean, that's what I miss the most for sure mm-hmm. is like the chaos and the, the fun. Good times. Yeah, of like making these movies, it's just insane how much shit we like could pull off and like got away with. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, people were so kind too to like let us use their property mm-hmm. to volunteer to like help us make these films or reality like volunteering their time and their their blood sweat and tears sometimes people love movies i feel like the worst that you can do is ask somebody and they say no i think that's like something you learn from from creating something like that it's like oh we can get away with this like we can do this yeah so i know it was like super low budget volunteers whatever whatever how did you get the budget at all like even though it was low like what did you do to get the budget for it the one thing that we had going over the years was like we would buy equipment. So that's like a really um, important piece of like what why we were able to do some things is because we didn't have to rent anything mm-hmm. a lot of the times. A lot of times we owned it and renting equipment's really expensive. Um, but we d- we did crowdfunding. We did like Kickstarters um, and Indiegogos, which are like websites and platforms that hey we're making a movie like if you want to donate then we'll you know donate 20 bucks then you get a dvd when it's done or Mm -hmm. whatever and you get like a shirt um we did shit like that but then we also had bigger don't bigger donors that then be became producers at that Mm -hmm. point so like we had certain people that would throw in like 500 dollars. it's like okay well you're a producer now so I produce. <laughs> you can have more say. <laughs> yeah. So I produce like every one of these. I anything that was extra that I had, I dumped into all of these films. Um, and then there were a couple other people that also ponied up a lot of money, and plus the donations. So it was really bare bones filmmaking, and like I think the highest budget that we had was probably Zombie Babies. That was maybe like eight thousand seven. Because they rented like a full hotel out. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people got flown in. I mean, that was like an actual, I wasn't a part of the behind the scenes for that. But that was a big production. And after that, when I came on, yeah, we didn't make anything for over 5K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's the budget is also, it's like, you know, you get your script then you need to figure out your budget, okay, what you're doing. Like what and you need for, What yeah. you need, like, props, 
special effects like how much silicone is it gonna take <laughs> to make a fucking pig mask you know how much is it gonna take to make like a baby um <laughs> a you know, zombie baby a zombie baby <laughs> and so you got to do that and then you need to cast the film too mm. which then helps the next piece which is like getting a little bit of a crew so it's like oh hey we're making this movie with x y and z you want to mm. like do the sound or you want to like how with that and then that kind of falls into place and then the locations <clears throat> you got to have that too like where are you shooting this shit you got mm-hmm. like a classroom scene well we need one. Oh, you know somebody that works at university of charleston right on <laughs> um we're gonna sneak everybody in and do this without <laughs> a permit and just just act like we're doing what we should be doing which yeah. is nuts yeah that was a uh, poor job hey too. if you have if you have equipment people we are had like, extras like, we had like, extras in that movie <laughs> We had a hallway scene and we just shot it like wow. like we were belonged in the University of Charleston. They had no idea we That's were even hilarious. in there. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times when you look like you are supposed to be there, then exactly questions you. Yeah. yeah, you just gotta pretend like fake it till you make it. Pretend mm-hmm. like you know what you're doing. We did not. I mean, and it was it was a little scary for yeah. sure because there were like extras. <laughs> I was like, how are we? I don't care. You know, we're just gonna stay here until we get kicked out. Yeah, yeah. And then you didn't. And so. then we didn't. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. The production value. Boom. I mean, look, if you can get a hallway with like lockers and like an actual classroom, like your movie looks better. Mm-hmm. It just like it's just so much, you know, it just adds value to it. Mm-hmm. So it's worth the risk. Risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, ask for forgiveness. What do you not think permission. Was, exactly. Right. What Josie do you think was like the <laughs> best film that you had, like quality wise, which was the best in your opinion? Poor Shop 3D. <laughs> That's so my favorite. I showed Kirsten a preview of Pork Chop. I can't yeah. remember if it, I think it was just the first one, but Okay. So yeah. She she yeah, well, she has some context. Some idea of what yeah. Okay. Well, I think 3D because we were trying something different. We did shoot it in 3D. There's a 2D version too. So but um as far as like kill count, I think there's 21. Oh shit. <laughs> There's That's a, a lot, lot of people to get involved. No doubt. That's yeah. why it was so cool. Like mm-hmm. th- we really were just That's like we're gonna go. Yeah, we were like we're gonna go balls to the wall. <laughs> we're gonna introduce um, Pig Girl as like Poor Chop's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Who I, I played. Um, you know, and we're just gonna we're gonna go crazy with it. And we had so many people like actors i mean because you kill in 21 so you got to mm-hmm. have a bunch of people so it w- and that was so much fun my favorite by far so many everything was practical it was a lot of fun to shoot i think that was like 2012 mm. or 2013 yeah how do you come up with the ways to kill 21 people and that if <laughs> you didn't come up with it no who writes that's who, not me amen that was amen yeah okay. yeah you can google that he's <laughs> really good honestly he's really good at writing and directing he should be doing that right now but he's not but that's his brain man i'm like the executor yeah he's like the creative like visionary like knows what it needs to be i'm like the one that's keeping it did we get on time did we do these okay and like Mm -hmm. monitoring the budget making sure we got the props and like everyone's on time Mm -hmm. and we make our day on time Mm -hmm. yeah but coming up with that many kills is insane and if we actually had like a high budget can you even fucking imagine how crazy that would have been yeah some crazy shit yeah they would have been like it would have been even just even like 50k we would have blown it like out of the water it would have been nuts i agree yeah 
So check out Porkchop 3D because wait, how do we? Yeah, how can we access these films? Um, <laughs> send me a message. <laughs> no, slide into the DMs. Missy Don Horror. Is there like digital ways to to access them? Or I don't it's know. Like you know, I right I had this conversation. Um, you should digitize with Eamon the other day, and I was like, we should put the store back up just for a little bit, like you know. The online store so people can buy because it's like Halloween time. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. He's like, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, we used to mail them. We used to cut and mail them and burn them ourselves. Aww. So it's like yeah. doing all of that again. I think we're lot. both just like so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of one of those. It's like impossible. But you still have like everything that you need if you wanted to like Absolutely. digitize them. It's there. Yeah, and it's you there. And you can do that. Later. We can totally do that. Hmm. And and they have been. Like, Porkchop 2 was on Amazon Prime for a minute. Mm-hmm. It might still be. I don't know. Oh, I might look that up. Wait, let's so. look it up right now. <laughs> 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 it might be. But um, that's the only way that I think you could get them. I look up pork chop too, and it's it's a it's a pork chop recipe. <laughs> 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 Movie, horror film. I love that. Yeah, watch Porkchop 2, Rise of the Rhyme, Prime Video. Oh, I see it. Oh, uh, it's unavailable to watch in my location. Oh. Rise of the Rhyme. Oh, but some people can watch it. Maybe, maybe. it's like a, um, oh shit, we got, what do we got here? Five, we've got a five out of ten on IMDb. Oh, shit. Stop <laughs> it. You can Chill. still buy the DVD. Oh, on Amazon? But why is it $86? Girl, there's a shortage. Oh. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm seeing that right now. Wait, I'm clicking this. Who's selling There's these? two left. Sick. <laughs> oh, and 3.4 out of 5 on... Um, That's who, not horrible. Who is doing these? Big Z's specialties? Who are you, Big Z? Who knows? He probably bought uh, he, it at one of our conventions. Oh, he probably did. He and probably then he's upselling it. I love that. Somebody wrote, it was a very good experience on our... <laughs> <laughs> August twenty third, twenty twenty. It was a very good experience. Oh wow! So somebody in twenty twenty three watched this. Oh, somebody. There's the seller information also. Derek Riddell, are you listening to this? Listen, Derek. Derek? I respect Dara? the hustle, though. Yeah, but like you should get a cut of that. Yeah, nah, that seems no. illegal. Any anything that we've ever like done and and partnered with a distributor for, like, Pork Chop One, Zombie Babies. I think Pork Chop Two for a little bit. You never really make money off of yeah. that. It's mm-hmm. more just like they're getting your product out there so people can see it and like know who you are. If you're going through an independent distributor, maybe even major ones, like you don't get. We, I mean, I remember we would get checks for like $2 and like 30 cents. Hey, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> Which is, but, hey, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but the movie was in FYE. You know right. what I mean? Like, so it's like it, you can't have it all, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in that way. Yeah. But Derek Riddell, I'm coming for you, bro. Big Z specialty. <laughs> Big Z. <laughs> I, I, I love that there's like a world where people on the internet are just like buying these horror films. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we, like, we would sell them at the conventions. Like people like the fact that it's low budget and it's local No, but I mean whatever. like now. Like oh. even now they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy I this. I mean, look at this a, cover. That, like, it looks so cool. Yeah. So I'd buy it. I if it wasn't eighty six dollars, <laughs> <laughs> damn, Derek. <laughs> no, yeah, we would we would sell so many of them. I mean, at the conventions, mm-hmm. we would yeah. they would just fly off our table. It was 
honestly kind of shocking. That's fun though. That must be like such a good feeling. It was. It was. It was very cool. To, it's like the reward to see like people enjoy and like want to experience like something you created. Like, what's better than that? Mm-hmm. No. Besides doing it. Mm-hmm. Besides actually in it, creating it, seeing people enjoy it and want to. Like that's that hits me in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's very cool. I love this. I'm looking at the cover of Pork Top Two and. We'll post the picture really on cool. our Instagram. It looks like a real pig, but it's like a pig, and it's got a bloody eye, and it's got it's like stitches a pig all mask. over its face. Like someone a took picture. a pig head and chopped it up and then put it back together and then put it on their head. Yeah. That's the work of a special effects artist. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. I believe Chris Woodall did that. Nice. I think he did multiple Shouts of out. these masks. But was it real pig? Film. Or no. you use silicone. silicone. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and latex and some other. Who knows, man? That's like beyond my capability. That was a good mask, though. Yeah. Oh, that two. That looks so dope. Porkchop two is my favorite mask. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that That's mask really was mask. sick. I think we actually like sold that mask. Like we would do all kinds of weird like selling and fundraising things too, mm-hmm. like to like boost up. So so somebody might have that out there in yeah. the world. Yeah. Really? Which like just cool. on their on their wall. Like, I love that. That would I be cool. I would. I wish I had it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah, I would hang it on my wall. You know, yeah. that's cool. Uh, what was the worst film? So Porkchop 3D was the best. Yeah. Worst as in what? Like <laughs> worst. Oh, okay. That's a good question. Let's do worst quality and then like worst. Uh, worst quality. nastiest. Well, I don't know. Like what? <laughs> what do you feel Fuck. like could have been better? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I think well, all of them could have been better, but um, I think Steve Death Collector is <laughs> pretty <laughs> fucking bad, man. I was That's say the that. one I directed, so I'll take the, the heat. But you know what? Here's the thing: with that movie, we entered a contest, and we came up with the the plot of just it was like a one minute contest, mm. and we did a trailer for it Allie was in the trailer mm-hmm. um i showed it to her okay yeah, yeah so we did that trailer we won we won the contest with the trailer heck yeah and that was in august and then by the end of september we were just in full like fuck it let's make this movie mm-hmm. we had no typically when we do this stuff like we have time yeah there's months of time mm-hmm. that happen to like flesh out a script get a cast get a budget do whatever we need to do. We didn't have any of that. We just said, we literally said, fuck it. Let's just make this movie. And we did. And I feel like it shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, I feel like it shows a little Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I sometimes guess. it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not, it's not totally like terrible. It's like, worth I'd, watch. I'd still <laughs> watch it again. Fuck Wait, it. Yeah. I've got a million copies of that mm-hmm. at the condo. Yeah. That's like, the one I have at my house. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's just random. I mean, there's like witchcraft. You were talking about oh, that, yeah. like on the podcast. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a witchcraft there's scene we threw in. It was just like oh bonkers. yeah, I saw the witchcraft scene. Yeah, there's like a there's a makeout scene. Yeah, in the witchcraft scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we actually watched a review video, <laughs> dude. It was stop. just like three dudes. I don't know who they are. Yeah, three Whoa. random dudes, yeah. and they were reviewing. Um, it was probably like Bloodbath and Beyond something, and they d- they've done a few. They yeah. do a lot of B movie reviews. Well, um, they. 
they, they knew like razor sharp they yeah, yeah. it's probably then they were probably like what and the fuck yeah they <laughs> were like we know we know uh they were saying like the cinematography wasn't good it was and, like we the, the witch scene with the you know the ritual was like really random <laughs> <laughs> like we, we don't we don't understand what that was for yeah we don't get that part no one knows <laughs> they actually did, i do know they but. did like our um make out scene me and you well, mm-hmm. of course because they're no gross. doubt they were like <laughs> they were like oh i like this lesbian scene oh classic <laughs> yeah i don't Let's know if we trust their opinion oh <laughs> uh, well look i mean it's we literally threw together a movie in like three weeks yeah mm-hmm. and that's what happens mm-hmm. and yeah. like it's a miracle that anything actually did happen yeah it's literally a miracle that 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 it became a completed thing a little bit like cuckoo doesn't make a lot of sense it's fine but it hey there's a dvd of it and it's out there yeah it's entertainment people died chicks made out (laughs) you know there's There's strangulation by a dildo (laughs) that's an opening um no but i think the best opening though poor chop 2 um and i remember we screened this at a movie theater and i invited my mom and robert and has your mom seen all these films she's always <laughs> seen this one and i swear to god like they will never watch another one after this because the opening of it is we had two of our actresses they were out in the woods and they were making out like it just opens hot and heavy <laughs> they're going at it and then the one girl goes down on the other girl right so they're really this is the opening it's the opening <laughs> this is how the movie first opens thing you see first thing you see and then um as the one girl's like going down on the other one, the chick that's, you know, getting her pussy eaten, she starts really, you know, oh my god, oh my god, because she sees poor chop mm-hmm. coming. <laughs> so, but she thinks it's but oh, she, she thinks, thinks it's but the girl, the girl's like, I'm doing a good job. Yeah, the girl's mm-hmm. sounds like, oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, and she's like, oh my god, oh my god, and then I'll just say like a pile driver. If you know what one of those is, it's like a tool, like a post hole digger. Mm. Post hole digger, sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like a giant, I don't know what you would describe it as. I mean, it's probably like five foot at least. And it's something that actually digs holes, big holes. Mm -hmm. And so he takes that and jams it down into our actress' stomach, which was a cast, you know. Uh And then he starts pulling out the intent. And then (laughs) old girl that's down there, you know, he's basically smothers her in with his foot. Mm-hmm. into her crotch mm-hmm. oh damn and that's how the movie opens yeah. that's great and that was in the theater and my parents were <laughs> there <laughs> and i was like assistant director were this. you like listen mom um before you <laughs> mom and robert before you like sit down for this <clears throat> what did, did you like warn them yeah <laughs> i mean they knew it was gonna be like gory horror film. yeah yeah and interestingly like that scene was shot at my aunt's on my aunt's property (laughs) (laughs) and she had no fucking idea she would have lost her mind allowing you guys to do here yeah um so it's that part yeah i mean but i was just like glad that they were there and i think they made some comment after like well we don't really want to see any more of them (laughs) but like we're happy that you you we're proud of you basically but like happy that you're happy yeah but like we're good on that yeah so ever since then i have not shown them another that's so funny and i will not (laughs) that actually brings me to a question what is if you can remember like the most ridiculous kill in Mm. any of the movies you've made 
that one I just described is pretty <laughs> honestly. I mean, <clears throat> that was pretty and the way that it was shot was also the cinematography was really well done. The effects were really good too. And I mean, making that full body cast of someone's body mm-hmm. and we buried her under you oh, know, we you buried, buried her, her under and had her oh. casted up here and I mean the the effects folks that worked on that film like they did a great job with well that's scary because like the guy that's like driving the the post hole thingy he's got to be careful not to do it too too far right but see the (laughs) 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 well that's movie magic right because that's when you're gonna cut in close as if it's already happened and Mm -hmm. the thing's inside already Mm -hmm. and he's just then pulling it out Mm -hmm. with some intestines and gore at that point um that's like the genius of editing and yeah. and things but i think that scene was pretty crazy i'm trying to think of another because there's i mean in poor job 3d like there's so many yeah kills i'm just trying to like do one, you remember yeah well one thing one kill that comes to mind is pig girl yeah <laughs> yours <laughs> when you died <laughs> wait i died in the water huh yeah no not that one when you sit on the man's face and oh smother fuck him. With yeah, by sitting on his face. I forgot about that. That's what comes to my mind because it's so ridiculous. It's out of control. Pig girl. Wait, what is pig girl? Do you have like a pig head or? It's like a pig. It's like a silicone pig mask. Okay. Like similar to Porkchop. Porkchop's daughter. It's Porkchop's daughter. But yeah, I think that's that's a good one to mention. But I will say, the original Porkchop, which I was not involved with, has a pretty has a pretty interesting kill. It's a, this cheerleader is trying to like run away. Is that Sierra Farrell? Yeah. <laughs> the f- famous. Famous Sierra Famous Farrell? singer Char- songwriter. Charleston's own yeah. Sierra Farrell. She like locally famous or something? She's like no, getting she's famous. Like oh, actually. Oh, really? Okay. I went to see her at a show. She she does music. She has uh, great music. Yeah. Amazing. And I went to see her at a show in LA <laughs> and like people were singing her songs and yeah. stuff. And I was like, damn. Well, let me tell you what Porkchop did to her. So <laughs> yeah, let's see her. She was a cheerleader and she's like up the tree and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know if she's running. I can't remember how it went down. But Porkchop takes his chainsaw and starts like ramming it up her oh god um, between her legs and like for a minute she's like into it and then she like (laughs) dies (laughs) when i saw that Uh, i was like hell yeah (laughs) i was like that's crazy i love crazy kills that like i haven't seen before Mm -hmm. that's what's up i mean it's hard to really come up with Something that like hasn't been done. I had never seen that done in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, neither. I've never seen the post hole digger, um, and yeah. like suffocation in a crotch mm-hmm. in that in that sitting, way. Literally sitting on someone's face, and then that and then one too. Die. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I haven't. So it's it's interesting to like, yeah, you know, see those things like come to life mm-hmm. and not. But look, I like a straight up like throat slash too. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, if the effects look good, it's a classic, mm-hmm. right? We have yeah. one of those also mm-hmm. in Porkchop 2. That was a good one. There's a lot of ones. And look, the melting, the skin melting that you worked on, Allie, oh, yeah. was also really good. The fire, the burn. Yeah, that was <clears> fun. And Pig Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if if I would have came more prepared, I would have just rattled them off. But I think that's probably, 
as good as it's going to get for my brain. No, yeah. these, are, these are great. Yeah. It's just good. disgusting. <laughs> good times. Well. Yeah, what is what do you got in that box? So th- this is uh, some icebreaker questions, but Let's we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. Let's just have fun. We we're gonna play this little game. Oh. It's called Let's Get Deep. Uh, Friends uh, edition. Deep. Mm. So we're about to get deep. deep. Can we get deep? Let's find out. So, Missy, huh. our special guest. Hi. Pick a card, and you can ask Allie. Mm. Okay. Ooh, ask me. Mm. It says, let's get deep. Have you ever pretended to like something just so you wouldn't hurt someone's feelings? <laughs> what was it? It's going to be one of my movies. I know it. Um, Steve, the death collector. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I feel like we've all done that at some point, though. I know I have at some point. Has your friend ever bought like a really ugly piece of clothing? No, because if, if you ask me, like, oh, do you like this? I'll probably be like, it's a shirt. Oh, well, that's kind of cold. I well, think you're not going to lie. Is what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. That's a shirt. Or you know, like the the thing I do if someone because I am a hairstylist, so I have opinions <laughs> on hair. <laughs> and when someone's like, "Oh my god, do you like my haircut?" I'm like, "Oh, you got your haircut." <laughs> T. <laughs> Drag. Oh, okay, to so hell. how about? Was there ever a time like somebody wanted to do something with their hair and you just knew it was going to look bad, but you did it anyway for the money? She does it every time when she does mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, orange again. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, I think <clears throat> when people want, like, a lot of times it's bangs. Mm-hmm. People are like, I want bangs. Well, I look good with bangs. And I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I try to say, like, I wouldn't do that. Um, you know, you have to fix them every day. Um, they are going to be in your face. If you get sweaty, they're going to stick to your forehead. I tried to talk them out of it. But some people just really want what they want. So, yeah, Wait. I would I would definitely cut bangs if they wanted bangs, even though I didn't agree. Mm. Do you think that I don't need bangs? No, I, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. a bang girly. Okay. We all know. Okay. That's fair. I respect <laughs> that answer. <laughs> Thank you. This is a good game, right? Deep. Let's get deep. Oh, we already, get deep. We already answered this one. <laughs> all right, Kirsten. Yes. What's something that you don't get the hype about and why? Oh. I mean sports. <laughs> <laughs> Just generally Period. all across the board. <laughs> like, I really don't get it. So what first comes to my mind is I don't know why I'm in this Facebook group, but I am like for the tea, basically. And it's like it's so juicy. I don't I don't need to be in this group because I like totally trust my partner, but it's very juicy. It's like girls will post like guys that they've met on dating apps and it's like is it do you have any tea or like red flags about this guy and they'll like find different stuff and then sometimes people post just about their current partners and like complain about them and then this one girl was talking about how her husband watches sports every night and she asked him if there could be some nights that they don't do it and now she feels guilty and she's like (laughs) (laughs) she's like do i need to change for him like and i'm like i will never can i just (laughs) That's too much. Yeah. Are sports on every night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What sports are playing? I ESPN don't know. I really don't know. Every night, baby. There's a sport on every There's night of the week. There's a sport on. I, I yeah, would. it's like whatever sport is in season, I guess. Like, 
There's and then you got your college teams. Like you got, you got your male teams, your female teams. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of sports going on. I think at all times. Oh, yeah. Jesus I mean, I think that athleticism and like having the skill is very impressive but i just don't get why people get so into it like people get people, so angry like get really very invested it in it so like it doesn't matter yeah it's in the big scheme of things to you <laughs> the person watching it doesn't matter to the players they're getting paid yeah they're getting what paid you getting? for you getting mad well, you know what i'll what be the get? devil's advocate here all right they they could be betting on these games and also getting paid. Yeah, that's so true. They could be getting upset because they're losing money. Well, that's I think that's the only fault. way that I would you know? get like invested in the game that's, is if I bet money on that's it. That's their own fault for be- investing money on a game. That's true. Okay, so this question is for Missy. Let's get deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you ever stopped being friends with someone because of their political views? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Dish. Ooh. Dish it. Yeah. I know. But yeah, there is somebody that like I was like really good friends with back mm-hmm. in the day. Um yeah, and they just like started like dating like someone that was very, very Republican. Like that was their career and job and like they still are mm. very Republican and like the leader of like those type of organizations for the state that oh, I'm wow. from. So like now, that wasn't the only reason I think we stopped being friends. I mean, they were, like, talking shit about me behind my back. But that also, that helped. Yeah. That will do it, yeah. yeah. But then it's like, you know, I I feel like if you're aligning yourself very closely with someone that believes in, like, racist and bigoted policies, I don't think you can separate, like, yeah. political versus, like, your actual values as a person. Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot about... Mm-hmm you like when people are like oh well i'm this and my husband's that or this and that i'm like no you're that's who you're choosing yeah to be with and like if yeah. if they have values that are like shitty homophobic like fundamentally and, wrong yeah, yeah wrong um then that's on you too yeah if you're in a partnership so I like it's I don't more fuck with than that. just like oh you're I republican agree. and i'm not i'm a democrat or whatever it's yeah. like it's like you can believe in smaller government or whatever people believe in. You can believe in, you know, where your tax money is going to go and like whatever. You can disagree with that stuff. But when it comes to like, oh, actually, I don't think gay people should get married. Right. Or, oh, actually, I'm a white supremacist. Uh, <laughs> that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. That's a real big, yeah. that's yeah. A problem. Like, you are guilty too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Period. I don't want to be in the same room with you. No, because like, like yeah. you birds of a fl- feather flock together, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. That that reflects on you if and you're associating with those type of people. If you don't believe <clears throat> in the like if you are like, "Oh, it's not a big deal. Like I don't believe that, but he does and we're allowed to have differing opinions." Then you don't actually care about the issue that you're yeah. saying you care about yeah because it's your responsibility to like speak out against it if it's something that you just you obviously with. don't care that yeah. much because yeah. you're dating or married or whatever to yeah. a person yeah what kind of relationship is that if you have like that different of beliefs i yeah. don't know i would <laughs> still love to try to figure that out couldn't be me <laughs> couldn't yeah. be me but yeah that's weird it's weird shit man so definitely yeah i mean friendship spaces are i think sacred spaces you know friendships last a lot longer than relationships do most of the time if you think yeah. about 90%. it they can mm-hmm. they can yeah. certainly mm-hmm. so like yeah you gotta like really protect that and keep the people close that 
you know, you don't have to agree on everything, but when it comes to like core values um, and beliefs, I think people should be on the same page, especially if that's the right page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's you not know, politics. Well, that that. yeah. Yeah. So it's human rights. Nope. Down. Yeah. Deep. Uh, that was deep. That was deep. That was deep. Should we do um, another one just to like save? Do another card? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like pulling so many up. She's just going to read Have the you entire deck. <laughs> <laughs> Is there yeah. anything you regret saying no to? Whoa. Wait a minute. I think I have one. Okay. When I first moved to LA, to Allah, Allah, I Allah. got a job from Eamon from through Eamon mm. for one of his friends. Uh-huh. I got a job uh, working on This Is Us. Mm. It was on the pilot. Sickening. And <laughs> I was a PA, but then they wanted me to actually move up into like doing office stuff, which oh. would have been dope. Oh, yeah. Because I wouldn't have to be running around all mm-hmm. over the place being treated like shit. So... I was like, at the time, it was just the pilot episode. Nobody knew anything about the show. And I had a choice. Do I work on the, do I do this like for my, like a career basically? Or do I work front desk at a hair salon that I've always wanted to work at? Mm. And I chose the hair salon and then This Is Us blew up. (laughs) (laughs) And I could have had a permanent uh, job on that show. And Sometimes I regret it. Mm. Sometimes I regret saying no to that and working at the salon because it ended up being kind of a shitty salon. So, yeah, but where would you be now? Somewhere way different. I think in a different, uh, a different universe, a parallel universe. <laughs> maybe I am like doing hair for movies and TV because I kind of worked my way up into mm. that because that's kind of what I wanted to do yeah. when I first moved here, but I blew it. You didn't blow it. I blew it. You blew it. <laughs> you blew it. I could have done. That I could have done uh, Mandy Moore's hair. Well, so. but but now you have a sick ass job. I feel like your job is pretty cool. I do like my job. Yeah. I I, uh, I would get paid more. I think being a hairstylist on TV shows, That's but true. I do like my job. And those are long hours. Yeah, long hours. Mm-hmm. You get to work from home for the most part, which is nice. My job's chill. Yeah. I'm missing you like candy. Yeah. That was pretty good. Missing you like candy. Oh, baby, come to me. Show to my heart. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy Moore's hairstyles. Yeah. That's a tough question. Regretting uh, saying no to. I mean, yeah, I think like for me, probably the first time I tried to move to LA and I was just a complete mess of a person. Hmm. But if I would have made that <laughs> work and I would have done it, I think I would be like really successful. Nice. Yeah, like, but you moved to New York later yeah. and that was a cool experience. No, it was. It was definitely cool. I so. mean, like it's like regrets. Okay. Are we- yeah, you, you just don't know what like where would you right, be just, on the timeline? Like it, would it actually be better? Who knows? Yeah, like, who knows? Yeah. I feel like it, maybe it would, but like I feel like it's fine now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good now. What about you? I don't know. Regressing no to, I don't know. Because I feel like I haven't really had a lot of experiences where I turned something down that I regret it. Like, yeah. You probably regret saying no to me every time I ask you to hang out. 
Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's tea. I'm I'm guilty about it every time. She really hates herself after that. I don't know that I really even like do that that much. No, you <laughs> no normally you say yes, but <laughs> I, that's what I feel like. I feel uh, like the actual question should be, "What do you regret saying yes to?" Yeah. Oh I yeah. I See, like I, I feel like I could answer yeah. that one a little bit. More. I don't say no often because I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, hmm. but you're also an adventurous woman. Adventurous <laughs> women say yes. Like I feel like that's Thank you. you know, it's not always about be- being a people pleaser. It's like, oh yeah, I could try that. Paul Mitchell, the school, no doubt. Look at always this. told us to say yes to everything if you want to succeed. Oh, I don't know shit. about all that. I'm That's not going to say Mitchell yes the school to said. abuse. Well, th- I don't think they <laughs> meant about long that? hours <laughs> <laughs> unpaid. I think they meant opportunities. Oh, right. Yeah. Say yes to every opopportunity because then you'll. I don't know if that's true. I think there's limits. Yeah. I think that there it's, it's a nice practice to like do like, oh, this is my yes week. I'm going to say yes to everything this week as like an experiment, mm-hmm. you know, but it's yeah, a I cool idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? Um, I reg- <laughs> Oh, shit. Now we're going back down this. Do you regret saying no to go to the to the adult movie theater? Oh, shit. The one I you guys went to? I didn't say no to it. You said no to it. You I guys didn't it. go, though, right? <laughs> I said no. Yeah. Thank I God. was going to do it. If you had been down, I was going to do it. <laughs> Listen, I saw some guy. That freaked me out when you guys <laughs> yeah. said that. Yeah. Listen, it was like, pretty bro, I don't drove, go to that. I drove <laughs> by there the other day, and some guy was all sprawled out, like, convulsing on drugs. Mm. And oh, I damn. was like, oh, that's not good. Was, he was right in front of the door. Well, that's what... And I was like, good thing we didn't go. That's journalism, baby, though. <laughs> you know, journalists, sometimes they got to be, they got to be in like the trenches, the crossfires, you okay. know, crossfire. I guess so. Yeah. Mm, maybe trying to be a real, should, maybe, one, should we be journalists, guys? If I got paid for it, I would go. But that's Back how you get paid thing. on your pod. Well. That's not it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right how much it's, you tr- it's better that we didn't it's better that we didn't and we probably would regret saying yes to it uh, mm-hmm. well who knows stay tuned that could have been our big the next break. season <laughs> of thank you so much yeah maybe season two is more field trips because we yeah. were gonna do field trips but we just never really got around to it but now we're like upping our production quality yeah so. boom Boom, boom. All right. Well, all right, friends. Uh, it's been great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Missy, for thank being you. on yeah. our podcast. This was fun. This was, this was fun. I, I think it's so cool that you've made all those horror films. Like, it's thank really you. Cool. Yeah. It was very cool. And it was very cool to do. I learned a lot about your process. Like, that's so dope. It sounds like a lot of fun. It was. It was the time of my life. Yes. 100%. Yes. Well, cool. Oh. All right. Well, Thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram. Follow them. Thank you so much, Pod. And then we also have a TikTok now. Thank you so much, Pod. Thank you so much, Pod. On everything. Send us your scary stories. Yeah. We want them. Thanks, guys. Love you so much. Thank you. you. Bye. 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 Bye.